But I think most people at this level, they're probably, you know, all, you know, tweaky. You know, they want to fiddle with their gear. Some people, <laughs> you know? some people rock through gear, you know, and um, and that's fine. I mean, that's good because you're ultimately that's what you're doing. You buy you're buying the speakers first, which is what you should do with the headphone first. we haven't done in a long time is talk about the various or three models of headphones we have mm. mm -hmm. you know just kind of go over as briefly as possible <laughs> the diana v2 the diana tc and the ab 1266 phi tc it's got a long name that big headphones it, yes it's got a lot of width to it so it needs it's got a lot of space in between the ear pads, so you gotta have a long name to fit in there. It makes sense. Yeah. If you were gonna spell the name between the ear pads, it will fit. A B twelve sixty six. Uh-huh. T C. Yeah. Perfect. Space. The yes. final frontier. Mm. But it is a common question and we haven't addressed it in a bit since we updated our lineup, so it seems fair enough. We could talk about the differences between them and why you might choose one over the other. So let's start with Diana V two, which is our lowest cost model. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks very similar to Diana TC. The designs are very similar, for sure. And I mean, it'd be difficult to tell just by, at first glance, well, what's what? Well, the easiest way to tell the difference between them is the colors, because they come in different colors. Hmm. And uh, the V2 comes in black onyx and coffee. And the TC comes in titanium gray and bronze. Dark bronze. Dark bronze. Thing. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Yes. So yeah, aside from the color differences between these two models, we they each have different driver designs and different materials the drivers are built with. Mm -hmm. And therefore they have, what you could say, different sonic characters. Even though they're both an abyss house sound, uh, the Diana V2 is purpose-built to not have quite as much resolution as our higher end models. And what I say by that, it's still got a ton of resolution, but it's designed to go and play nice with a bit lesser lower end gear. You don't need to put, you know, five, ten thousand dollar amplifiers on Dynavy 2. It's more portable friendly because it's a lower impedance. Um, things like that that are really Dynavy 2 is made for more of a person that's maybe going to just run it on portables where you're dealing with a battery operated device. You know, it's it's better at that. It's a little more efficient. Yeah, we try to design our headphones around the expected use case. So the system you're going to hook it up to and all that sort of deal. And Dyna V2, Dyna V2 being a little bit lower price, it's more likely you're going to drive it on lower cost gear. You're more likely to want to take it portably and things like that. So we tried to shoot for a little bit higher efficiency and uh, a little bit better sonar character into less than stellar electronics so you don't need world-class flagship electronics for Dyna V2 to sound its best you can get away with a very wide range of electronics whereas Dyna TC is kind of sort of a bit more of a demanding headphone on high-end gear it sounds fantastic and it'll easily excel past Dyna V2 but since it can be so revealing it can actually be a demerit on very low-cost gear so 
it's kind of designed for a high-end person looking for high-end gear and a high-end sound. And it's a difficult way to put it because it's not to say that V2 is like bad sounding. It's just it's for the, the person that's looking for more or less um, some forgiveness. They want to listen to less than stellar recordings and not a twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars V two system, right? Yeah. The but t- if, the if you're the permanent tweaker, like if you're the kind of person that always tweaks and you always want to upgrade your gear and you always want to try everything, you want to hear the full character of your system and you want total neutrality, DynaTC is the way to go. But if your system doesn't sound exceptional, well, it's possible that the outcome could be less than you would get. Um, from another system, from another headphone. Yeah, but and on that note, to expand on that too, the, the, the deal with the TC is that it's it was designed to mimic the big twelve sixty six. So if you had the two of them side by side on a table, and they're both plugged into the same gear, and you put on the big guy the twelve sixty six, and you put on the Dyna TC, it'd be very difficult from a tonality standpoint to tell the difference tonally from bottom end to top. They're similar. They were tuned to be similar. The driver in the TC is a derivative of this. It's similar. It's three millimeters smaller, same driver. What changes it up is the acoustics, because now here you got this big headphone, big ear pads, a lot of space. The 1266 doesn't clamp, you can, so you can create space. And so with that space comes a more of a sense of space, right? Yep. Well, I mean, that's why between the two Dianas, that's why they sound similar-ish because they're the same physical space so if you were to hear both of them you'd be like they have a family sound you know yeah but obviously it's like the i see the tc is like everything this does but then just more you know amplified yeah (laughs) and it's not none of the headphones go over the top you know in terms of like they're not bright or anything like they're full range but they will take on the sound of the gear and that's what you get into when you get into the upper levels, like DynaTC and AB1266. The gear is critical. It, it requires top-shelf gear. And I would say, you know, normally when you get to the level like DynaTC, you're buying the best portable gear there is. Mm-hmm. I, that's what you need with it, you know. And I'm not saying you couldn't use, like, you know, a Diablo if you want some power, like an IFI Diablo to get some juice out of it. It'll be fine if, you know, if the source is okay or if the music's all right. But... You know, but bottom line is that most people are going to go, you know, the high-end Astel Kearns, stuff like that. The, the high-end, the, the can, I think, has a portable player that's three grand. Yep. You're going to be you're going to be approaching the price of the headphone for the system, you know, and that's about where you're going to be. And with the 1266, well, pretty much the sky's the limit with people with that. We see them running fifty, sixty thousand dollar systems on the headphone. Seriously, you know, they'll they'll get a twenty grand deck. They'll get a you know DS the, the DCS. Bartok, and they'll get a tube amp to go with it, like a Wu Audio W33. Well, I mean, almost nobody's running portable gear with. A, yeah. I mean, I know of people doing it, but it yeah, it wasn't obviously intended to. Yeah, but it can right. be used like that. Yeah. And we got people that own both. Right. You know, they'll run the, they'll take the TC when they go mobile, and they'll they'll have the 1266 just sits at home, and uh, ready ready for them when they get home with mm. the big with the big gear with the with the, with the rack mount stuff. <laughs> You know, so, but that's really, I think that's how we found the market differentiates the three is really what ancillary gear they're mixing with it. And that's pretty much what the plan was with us too when we designed it. We, we knew that these two models are going to go with top shelf gear and the Diana V2 is still scale, we'll still like better gear, um, you know, and by all means, look, you know, that should be your goal. 
but it's not as a concern with that model. I think probably the best way to put it would be Dyna V2 is really for the person that just wants to enjoy music. They're not concerned about if a new model comes out, upgrading to the latest and greatest, and continually changing and modifying their system and setup. They want to plug it in to decent gear and get great sound mm-hmm. and not worry about it, right? And especially if you have recordings that are older or not particularly exceptional, Dynavy 2 is probably the way to go. Depends on what you listen to, right? But if you always want to hear the music, you always want to hear the absolute best, most detailed resolution information you can, and you're the type of person who likes tweaking and upgrading and hearing your system, Diana TC is an awesome option, but trouble is it can be not so forgiving on not good systems. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to put like $700, $1,000 amplifiers on Diana TC and, and enjoy it. You really well, need full range some gear. Some people do that. Some, well, you could do it, but you're not going to enjoy it. it oh, you know, I don't think the long term it's going to wear out. I really It can don't. be fatiguing on poor gear. Yeah. Sure. I mean, because really, you know, and it's, it's a shame that we have to go by price on this, but that's just the way it works. You know, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have another comparison to go by. It's not like there's a metric that goes, well, this amplifier is a 7.5 or, mm. or a 23. There's no numbering system other than dollar signs that we can use to, you know, describe the level of, what would you call, refinement with the gear. I just don't know the way to do it's it. It's very difficult. And unfortunately, it comes down to the entire system. And that's part of the appeal, to some extent, for people of 1266 and Dyna TC. Your whole system needs to be good, and then it'll sound spectacular. It'll be some of the best sound you can get, but you need a very refined system. So if you're the type of person that always wants to improve and tweak, modify, and buy really high-end gear and try things out and hear what the artist intended or recorded and put down on the track, it's a great option. Um, If you just want to hear great music, well, probably Dyna V2. But I think most people at this level, they're probably, you know, all, you know, tweaky. You know, they want to fiddle with their gear. Some people, <laughs> you know? some people rock their gear, you know, and um, and that's fine. I mean, that's good because you're ultimately that's what you're doing. You buy you're buying the speakers first, which is what you should do with the headphone first, and then you work around that and figure out what makes it work for you, the type of music you listen to, the volume levels you play at. You know, we, we hear people that run, and you know, they know what they run. They run 75, 80 dB, very quiet. They, mm-hmm. they have quiet mm-hmm. homes. They don't like loud anything. Drives them nuts to go too loud. And so, you know, then power isn't a big concern for people like that. And you got the opposite extreme. You know, people are hitting 120 dB peaks, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's not good for you, but that's what they do. And they're going to do it no matter what. They're going to do it. So, you know, those guys require more headroom. They require a headphone that can play that to that level. Uh, and they need power. You need power to do that, and particularly in our line. So, you know, but I, again, you know, there's another, there's another factor, too. I, I've talked to a number of people over the years who goes, well, I don't really like the look of the 1266. It just, to me, I don't think it would be as comfortable looking at it, even though mm. it, people who try it say, well, it's way more comfortable than I thought, right? But they look at it, you know, they just, it's not something they want to own. So Diana TC is this in a small package. And that's mm-hmm. what you've got people buying TC, Dyna TC for now. Is they, it'll give you this resolution, it'll give you refinement, it'll give you everything you want, and it'll scale like crazy. And in some respects, the Dyna TC has more information than the 1266. You know, where the 1266 excels, the big guys, in the ability to do basically an unlimited depth. It'll just go, whatever the music is, the sound, stage the the whatever the recording shows in terms of even the room boundaries whatever's in that recording this thing will just go out beyond to, to where that is where the smaller headphones due to acoustics and their size of their pads 
um, you know, they'll have a limit of about a half a meter to a meter around your head. So it's like it's like a bubble of sound. Where the 1266, because it's of adjustability and you can space it and gap it, and you know it has completely opened back. It just it's crazy how it it can do expand out in a space. So, you know, and again that that present because it was made to mimic speakers in a room, that's what it does. So if you come from the two channel side, let's say you got the biggest Martin Logan speakers they have, you got mm. planers, you got big speakers, subs, right? I mean that's where this was going. Mm. That's where it is. Just on your head. Except you wear it <laughs> on your head, yeah. And, you know, that's the cool thing about it is you're not blasting the neighborhood with, with that, especially at night. So, to me, the 1266 is ultimate, um, you know, particularly if you, you're trying to replace or, you know, or, or supplement a two-channel speaker system. Um, or yeah, It's, you know, it's, it's the ultimate on that. And bottom end is what, you know, all these models are really good in the base. But uh, the 1266 is just crazy what it'll do on bottom when you give it power. Crazy. It's I think for the most part, people could differentiate between yeah, 1266 you, you and Dyna themselves. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But yeah. the, the two Dynas, it can be challenging which one to pick. Um, but I do think the easiest way to put it is if you really want all the resolution and information you can get, no question about it, is simple. Dyna TC, right? right? If you're on the fence, it could be a little bit more gray, and then you got to think... Am I likely to want to change and, and modify gear in the future? Do I want to keep iterating through and trying new gear and testing things out? Is that something that's interesting to me? Or do I just want to plug it in, set it, forget it, and not think about it for 10 years? Right? If you're the type of person that doesn't want to worry, Dyna V2 is probably the way to go. It's forgiving. It's easy to play. And generally speaking, it'll sound great on most setups. I think it's your experience level, too. Like I've had people get the V2 thinking they're scared to go higher. Mm. And they go, oh, I should have got the TC. And then they get the TC, yeah. oh, this is, this is actually what I wanted. And it's difficult. I know it's difficult out hearing it is difficult. Yeah. And I think it boils down to, you know, and some people set their limit at first. To, it, money is an issue too, right? Mm -hmm. They'll set a lower limit not knowing how good it gets when you go up. So they say, well, I'm not going to spend more than two grand on electronics. Well, that's a mistake at the higher models because you're going to find that Two grand is a bare minimum, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it really starts. These things, these higher, and that goes for any high-end headphone. They really, really start to play into what their capabilities are with the higher-end gear. Well, there's yeah. another use case. It's like maybe you do want a 1266, but you're always traveling for work or whatever. Then you, you know, get yeah. a TC. Then, right, with know. a really nice portable player. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've seen more people than I would have guessed driving Dyna TC on very high-end setups. I would have expected somewhere in the price range of the cost of the headphone, but yeah, there's a handful of people driving it on like DCS Lena stacks and things like that. Yeah, it's they're running like serious, ridiculous serious desktop points. system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it fact, sounds great. But in fact, wow. we know because most of them are ordered with four pin connectors. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> not four point four millimeter. Yeah, actually, it is probably what 70 percent of them are four pin. Way it's probably even higher. Maybe yeah. higher. Yeah. yeah, it's almost everybody gets a four pin with that, so you could tell that they're. They don't want to go there, but they'll go there, and, right. and they're running really high-end stuff on it, you know, and uh, and it's it's cool, especially with tubes too. I mean, but I think like to me, I think like for myself personally, I really love the 1266 with with the big tube amp like the WA33, the Woo, mm -hmm. you know. But the Dyna TC, I prefer with something like the the new Lena amplifier and the Lena, the DCS Lena stack. I like the TC on solid state, and you know, even though they're totally very close 
it's the way they play into the music and the way they present soundstage and imaging and and demand power. They're two different kind of animals, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, the tube that tube like holographic sound really plays well, obviously, with the what the twelve sixty six is already doing in that kind of right know, arena. Yeah, because it can do that infinite depth. And the tubes just kind of throw that kind of spatial information at you. And it just gets like, you just get absorbed into the friggin' moment with that. You know, yep. it's an amazing combination. And of course, you, you, you need, still need top shelf D-Day or whatever your source is for the, you still need a good source, a good D-Day. And it'll just keep scaling. But yeah, I'm finding like with the, the TC, I prefer a really good solid state amplification. Really good. And a good source. And uh, it'll scale like crazy too. So... I guess it depends. See, that's where I go. I get people that call me and ask me that kind of question. It's like, you know, you got you to gotta feel out where you want to go with this. Do you got room for a big tube amp or not? I mean, it's a 60-pound amp. We're talking a W33, yeah, right? They're big. It's, mm -hmm. it's like a beast, right? Yeah. It runs a bit warm when it's on for a few well, hours. And you so. can't put anything on top of it? You yeah. can't stack yeah, anything? It's a top-shelf yeah. amp. Yeah. You got, it's got to go on the top shelf is what mm -hmm. I mean. But, well, it is top shelf, mm -hmm. too. But, mm -hmm. yeah. So where the solid states, well, hell, you could pretty much slip them anywhere, and they're going to survive. You know, they're not, they're not running... They're not running at high temperatures, and so you got to consider your use case. Like, where are you using this thing? And you know, and yeah, if you got if you got a dedicated room and the sky's the limit, you're not worried about money. You don't mind spending three, four grand on upgrading tubes or power cords or cabling or whatever. How go for the say No, absolutely. Whatever, do it. Yep. Do it. It'll take you to wherever you want to go. You just got to set it up with the gear. Hmm. You know, but but yeah, if space is a concern and you still want that crazy sound, Diana TC work on the high-end solid state, you're good to go. And if none of that fits you right now, start with V2. Mm -hmm. You can always move up. Well, it's the thing. I mean, we all have all three, right? Um, yeah. So which one do you use the most then? <laughs> I probably am a 1266. Oh, yeah. 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 See, I use a TC, Diana TC mainly. Yeah. Because I'm usually sitting at my desk, so I don't, and I don't have enough space to put anything big on right. it. So. And I got the WA33 at home. Yeah, right. So I have had the amp for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's nothing like listening to like live old school concerts on YouTube with a optical cable running to my huh, DCS huh. DAC plugged mm. into my WA33 mm. with these. I mean, some of the, you'd be surprised some of the concerts like uh, were thrown on YouTube back in 09, 08. Actually, some of the quality on these live concerts was pretty friggin' good back then. On YouTube? I know, it's, it's surprising. And I'm not saying that I don't more so appreciate a local file, you know, a DC, uh, not DCS, a friggin' uh, DSD file on a local drive. If I really want to hear shit, hmm. nothing like having a file in the home sure. playing off the DAC, you know, off the uh, the network DAC, through the network. But, um, but yeah, you'd be surprised. Now, the newer YouTubes, we got to do a video on the YouTube sound quality thing. That's coming up because I, I meant to do that. <laughs> the, the, somewhere along the way, YouTube went to 4K video and the sound quality suffered. They, they, the, the algorithms change that up. We'll talk about that later. But the older YouTube videos, like the live concerts, some of them, and you'll, you'll know them when you hear them. As soon as you put them on and you get this, you get the freaking audience noise, mm. you know, and it just sounds like you're sitting there with the audience. Well, it's kind of how all live tracks are. Some are some really are bad and some are, like, really good. Some are just brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But some are just really well balanced and well done. Like, they were, you know, they were made to be recorded. They were recorded as if they were made to be sold. Mm. You know, some are, some are, yeah, <laughs> some are, and you'll find those there. But anyway, yeah, that's my thing with this thing. You know, it's like it's really cool to be able to make that kind of noise on your head at night, and not bother anybody. You know, versus throwing on the two channel with the subs and mm. that's a different story. Bugging sure. somebody because <laughs> ultimately yeah. the volume goes up as the night goes you wake on. Up the neighborhood, <laughs> mm. yeah. So you know, 
But anyway, that's me. I mean, what about you? We'll talk about what you do with the Diana. Diana, you said you run TC. Yeah, I'm usually I'm at my desk, so I'm on my computer, so yeah. I'm either like streaming something or gaming yeah. on them. So pretty much never break out of 1266. What are you running on? What amp you running? Uh, right now, I got the uh, um, form. Not a formula. S. I had a formula. S. Right now, I'm running uh, Broadway and the uh, new. Uh, Oh, KDAC? KDAC, yeah. Oh, you got the new stack. Oh, I need one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. have one of those yet. Well, we need no. to get more here before I can yeah. give you one. Like I'm still using the GSX, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it's pretty nice, good. nice and compact. We though. just did a video on that, which we'll put in the description, but we just did a video on the Abyss Diana TC with with this new stack, which is the 11 Audio Broadway and the KDAC. Yeah. The Broadway and the KDAC is a great combination for it's Diana really TC. Good. It's the obvious choice. Yes. If you're in that kind of price range and you're looking at like Dyna TC, it's a near perfect setup for it. Yeah, the two pieces combined are about the same price as the headphone. Right. And you just need some interconnect cable and, you know, hook up to the DAC with a USB cable to whatever your source is, iPhone or iPad or whatever. It seems to break into that sweet spot where you're not really wanting for more, but it's also not crazy expensive. Right. It's not a $30,000 stack. And it's pretty compact, which is great. Because personally, a big portion of the reason why I like Dyna TC is it gives you most of the sonic characteristics of the full-size 1266 but the portability and it doesn't seem like maybe in terms of size it's that much but in terms of like desk usability it's a big difference between the two putting like a 1266 down and putting it back on and using it while gaming and stuff like that it's totally different than using like a dyna tc this is so easy to use for gaming like at a oh, computer agreed. and stuff like that yeah it's 1266 is kind of impractical well, it's for more that. Of a traditional fit which right. with gaming you're probably moving about well, a when little you're bit. moving around yeah. a little bit 1266 yeah. isn't really getting into the game well suited for that yeah right yeah yeah well, we talk to people that run 1266 with game and they're like i mean because you could clamp the thing i mean you, people yeah. do it you could, I know. you could snug it on your head and it'll, yeah, right. it'll hold but yeah it's not really what you know it's not really but people do it you know i mean if you got hey if you got the space it doesn't bother you, depending on how you sit when you're gaming, you know? Right. Like, let's see if you're sitting on a floor, maybe. you got one of those <laughs> well, seats on the floor. I don't know how people... If you have, like, one of those bag, yeah, chair yeah, things, yeah. Bags, you know, and you're yeah. like, what the hell, man? You know, you got, yeah. yeah, I could see that, maybe. You know, if you got a relaxed position, but at a desk, it seems like it'd be... Playing games seems like it'd be, I don't know, you want more of a traditional fit. But I don't know, I don't play games. You guys seem to... The traditional fit's the way to go. Yeah. And you could slap a mod mic onto the side, and you're pretty much running, like, a normal type of fit gaming headset but obviously massively improved sonic fidelity do people game on with beanbags <laughs> i mean probably. someone probably does yeah. sure why not especially yeah. if you're a console gamer yeah. it's plausible i always wanted those one of those race car things those cars oh, with yeah. the gas pedal the clutch the steering wheel the they're pretty expensive yeah, but you could get yeah. pretty good setups you know now. with the racing seat that yeah. seems like that'd be the if you're gonna do a driving game joysticks blow i mean yeah. it's just that's all there is to it. well you, you could get you like that, three you know. curved displays right. that totally encompass your your vision yeah that's it's cool. pretty exciting, but uh, pretty expensive. But then again, you might as well just get a car and go out on the road and drive it. You know? Could, well, yeah. you can't crash into walls that's and stuff. Right, that's right. You, you it's kind of different. You do yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit, it is a lot safer. Tailor yeah. into each other yeah. a bit. You, you are a lot more abusive in a game, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can just bomb down a wall at 150 miles an hour. It's yeah. fine. You're always well, dying in a game. And uh, there's not consumables, tires and such. No, that's get that true. gets expensive. Yeah, that's true. It gets really expensive. Yeah, Really fast. So there you go. I hope that explains to everybody the the differences, at least how we see it and how we thought of it as designers with these three different models. And by all means, if you're still on the fence or you're not sure like what to mix and match with electronics, email us or call us. It's simple. Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll let you know it works. 
or if you have something already and you want to know, you know, where it's going to stand, mm. emails. That seems to be the most common question. Yeah. It's like I already have this. Right. Will it work? Usually, right. Usually, if you're asking that, the answer is well, it'll work, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you're probably going to want to upgrade that. You know, the people that have the baller stuff, they already know it's going to work. Right. Like, oh, we'll be out. Yeah, you already have a you know? W. If it don't work, I'll get yeah. something else. But yeah, yeah. right. So anyway, that's the way it rolls with this stuff with the, at the upper echelon of heady headphones. But um, thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember to subscribe. We're still going to get to 20000 mm. by December 31st. Mm-hmm. And we're going to need a big Christmas present mm. if that's going to happen. It's uh-huh. going to be all at the end of the, what do you call it, the last stretch type. You need 10000 in December. Yeah, we're going to need to buy these subscribers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that? Yeah, you can. It doesn't do it's anything. It's kind of yeah. useless. Yeah. useless. Take care, everyone. Thumbs up. <laughs>